1: This is AutoLine Daily for January 25th, and now the news. In last night's State of the Union address, President Obama said the U.S. auto industry is back. And he's right. But you know, there's more to the story than just the U.S. The entire NAFTA region is back. Wards reports that new car sales in Mexico jumped more than 14% last year to 2.6 million vehicles. They were up nearly 2% in Canada to nearly 1.6 million vehicles. And they were up more than 10% in the U.S. to about 12.7 million. All told, sales in NAFTA hit nearly 17 million units. And that's getting close to the size of the Chinese market. Japanese auto supplier Yazaki was hit with a record fine from the Japanese government over a bid rigging scheme involving wire harnesses. According to the Mainichi Daily News, Yazaki must pay about a $125 million fine the highest penalty for a single company under Japan's anti-monopoly law. Sumitomo, Fujikura and Furukawa were other companies involved. Sumitomo and Fujikura were fined, but Furukawa escaped punishment because it told authorities about the scheme before they started investigating. The bid rigging started in the year 2000 and was determined who would win wire harness orders from Japanese automakers. Riding around in stretch limos is all about getting people to look at you. So, Limo Broker, a British limo company, is making a stretched version of the Audi R8. It can seat up to eight people and comes with a 5.2-liter V10. And man, does this thing scream, "Look at me!" Autonomous cars keep coming closer to reality. In Europe, a program called SARTRA, or Safe Road Trains for the Environment envisions platoons of cars autonomously following a lead truck as they drive down the freeway.
0: I can spend the time in the way that I want. So, so if I want, I can, I can start to open up my iPad and, well, I can check my email if I want. It's no problem. The car will take care of the rest. So I can, I can do my work if I want, or if I just want to relax and read a book, I can open a book and repeat, read about well, whatever I like to read.
1: Proponents of autonomous technology envision road trains where the cars travel much closer together to gain an aerodynamic advantage, just like drafting in NASCAR. Well, here's another nail in Saab's coffin. After the official museum came under threat by the pending bankruptcy proceedings, a group came together and purchased the whole shooting match of 120 cars. The city of Trollhättan. Saab AB, which is the aeronautics division of Saab, and the Wallenberg Foundation shelled out more than four million bucks to buy and preserve this historic collection, which includes the company's first car. I've been to that museum, and man, that's a great move, guys. Mark, one of our viewers, wrote in asking about a story we did last week on an iPhone case that Nissan's developing. It features the company's self-healing paint, He wanted to know which Infiniti and Nissan models featured this technology. Well, we got in touch with the company's PR department, and here's the skinny. Currently, no products in the U.S. utilize scratch shield paint. However, the Murano, the 370Z, and X-Trail in the UK feature it. We're also told that Infiniti products in Europe have it as well. It's a pretty fascinating technology. The clear coat features a soft resin that actually allows scratches, which are indentations, to pop back up after a little while. Hit the link in today's show notes at AutoLine.tv for a more in-depth explanation of how scratch shield paint actually works. And coming up next, it's time for You Said It.
0: Dow Automotive Systems. Driving solutions in automotive, commercial transportation, and aftermarket with innovative products like Betamate Structural Adhesives. Lighter, Stronger, Safer. DowBetamate.com.
1: And now it's time for some of your feedback. G.A. Brannigan says his lady started looking for a new car and found out that when equipped the way she wants one, every automaker seems to have the same price. She asked me, why are the prices all pretty much the same? And I replied, I don't know. Is that price fixing? No, it's not price fixing. That's the auto industry learning what the market will actually pay for its products. You know, if you price them too high, you lose sales. Price them too low, and you will lose profits. They're all trying to find that sweet spot. And one more thing, there can be a big difference between the price on the window sticker and what you actually pay for the car. Jonathan has his hair on fire over the news that the New York Auto Show will be moved out of Manhattan and into Queens. Please do a story on this news, he says, in all caps. Jamaica, Queens is a real pit, and the New York Auto Show needs to stay in New York City. Jonathan, I could not agree more. We all want to go to the New York Show because we love to be in the Big Apple. It's like going to the Paris Auto Show. Who cares about the cars? We get to go to Paris. David Sprawl is ticked off that Nissan claims the Leaf is a zero-emission vehicle. Really, he says? Since 60% of this country's electric generation comes from the burning of coal, it's a bit disingenuous to suggest that electric cars are zero emissions. That's like me claiming that hostess Twinkies are zero calories. So long as they remain in the wrapper. David, the latest figures show that coal actually generates 43% of the electricity in the U.S., but your point is spot on. In fact, I like to call EVs coal cars. Rob Gross takes issue with us dissing that camper add-on for the Toyota Prius. I said it put the Ugg in ugly, but he says, Ugly or not, we need some environmentally friendly campers on the market. I am glad to see that the Prius RV is for sale. The days of average-income families being able to cross the continent in 8-mile-per-gallon monoliths are pretty much behind us. Rob, I agree. We need environmentally-friendly RVs, but they don't have to make them ugly. Last week, Dave saw AutoLine this week with China expert Michael Dunn, who noted that in China the nickname for Cadillac is Bao which means dumb and heavy. Dumb and heavy, he says. We in the U.S. have words we use to describe goods from China, but I can't say them here. Thanks for all your letters and comments. We love to go through them all. And while you're thinking of writing to us, we'd love to get any questions that you'd like to pose to the people that I will be interviewing at the Washington, D.C. Auto Show tomorrow, starting at noon. We'll have Margot Oge from the EPA, Roland Huang from the Natural Resources Defense Council, Phil Murtaugh from CODA, and a number of others as well. Go to our website, go to John's Journal, and scroll down to where it says submit your questions to our Washington, D.C. guests. And that wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.